on this episode seven of Justin Crack Show, we're gonna be talking about the Blue Beetle movie. We're gonna be talking about Kiki Palmer and Usher doing his boyfriend video. <laughs> we're also gonna be talking about Tyrese doing Home Depot, and I'm gonna be giving you my five wide receivers in the NFL for 2023. Next. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Justin Crockett Show. I am your host, Justin Crockett, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Melissa. Hello, hello. All right, and if you're new here, what is up? Um, I'm just your average guy talking and giving my takes on sports, movies, trending news topics, everything pretty much, and um, my wife said to help me pretty much. <laughs> and... um. If you're returning, what is up, JC Squad? Um, don't forget, guys, to support this show. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button and leave a like so YouTube knows it's a good video. And tell everybody you, you know, your mama, sister, your brother, thank you guys. It's really appreciated. I really appreciate the love and support you guys have been giving me thus far. All right. Now I want to talk about my top five NFL wide receivers for the 2023 NFL season. At number five... For me, at number five, I am going to go with Stephon Diggs, the Buffalo Bills wide receiver. Now, Stephon Diggs, he's definitely a route runner. Definitely a route runner. He's a great route runner. Um, I wouldn't say the best route runner, but he's one of, one of the top ones. He's up there. And if you do not double team this guy, he will get over the top of you with his speed. With his speed, he can he'll give it a top of you with his speed. He can make definitely make contested catches. Um, but he's at number five for me. At number four, um, he hasn't been in the league that long, but he has been in the league long enough to establish himself and make a name for himself pretty much. Um, it's gonna be Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, this guy, Jamar Chase, he can run routes, he can do intermediate. You know, you know, but his forte is going deep. He can get open deep and win and win. And he can make contested catches. He's one of Joe Burrow's number one target. He Joe Burrow just really just throws that thing up to him, literally. He can burn you, burn you deep, burn you medium. This guy is definitely a route runner. And, you know, I, I do like, I like Jamar Chase. He's really, pretty good, pretty good. LSU product. All right, at number three, for me, I am going to go... Man, this is tough. This is a tough decision. But I am going to go with Devontae Adams, the Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver. What can I say about De Devontae Adams? He is a hardworking guy, hardworking guy for real, for real. And he can run routes like it's nothing. He can, he's a pretty good, he's a good route runner. He will deceive you with his footwork at the, at, at the line of scrimmage. His release is insane his release is crazy um but then he may not be the fastest guy but he will speed by you if you're not careful and catch a long one on you and then at number two for me this was tough the first two spots were tough for me i kept going back and forth but at number two the cheetah i'm gonna go with tyreek hill the wide receiver for the miami dolphins and what can i say about tyreek hill he is a burner 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 fast guy in the league and if you're not careful you blink 
he is past you. Literally. He has the nickname Cheetah for a reason. Like, I've seen this guy last year take a little little intermediate pass and go 60 yards. Like, he caught it, went 60 yards with that thing to the house. Like, it, it wasn't even a deep pass. So, he can go deep and run those deep routes and get open, wide open deep. But that's not his only game. Like, he can catch it underneath and then take that thing to the house because he's so fast. He, so fast, he was just run right by you. My number one wide receiver, I'm going to have to give it to my namesake, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver for the Vikings. Now, he is truly one of the best wide receivers of the NFL. This guy could run routes, run routes. He has spectacular footwork. His release, just like with Devontae Adams, is insane. His release is great. He will beat you at the line of scrimmage and get wide open. He can go deep. He can go deep and get open. Or, or like I saw many times last year, um, homeboy can make contested catches like it's nothing. Like I know he's made some on the the Patriots. The Patriots game, he's made a bunch of contested catches when they were in that game. And then there was another game, the Packers, he made like contested catches like over like three guys. Like Justin Jefferson is the truth. Those hands, he has hands for days. Amazing. So he's the truth, he, and that's just why he's the number one wide receiver for the NFL in 2023 for me. And that was my list of the top five wide receivers in the NFL for 2023. We did go watch movie Vito over this weekend, and um, we did do an out-of-the-theater review, but we wanted to expand on that and give it the whole view on the whole review of Blue Beetle. So let's talk about the good first, the good of this movie, Mel. Mel, what were some good things that stood out to you from this movie, Blue Beetle? What stood out to me, it was we had a Hispanic superhero. So cultural representation for Hispanics, having a Hispanic superhero, that stood out to me as well as part of the good. I like the family dynamics. Um, the, everybody that played the family was so great in this movie. Love George Lopez. George freaking Lopez was amazing, funny. He's always funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, you, um, some other good stuff was actually the fighting scenes were pretty, pretty dope. They were actually pretty good. I didn't mind them at all. I felt like um, they were done really well. Um, the soundtrack worked for the movie, worked for the Blue Beetle movie. It worked. Um, they had a lot of great callbacks and inside jokes. Um, you know, like if, like if you're a Hispanic family, you would definitely get all the jokes. You would get all of them. The bad about this movie, um, definitely did not outweigh the good. <laughs> so that's a good thing going for DC, but the bad stuff was really just the villain. The villain was just like your ordinary villain, um, I couldn't stand her. But she was just like your ordinary run just like your prototype, like 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 this your regular villain of a superhero movie. I mean, I get it, but she was just like very just she ain't have no death. No death of character. She was just really one chord. One chord. You know what I'm saying? Um then also it, just 
it's a superhero movie. <laughs> Some people saying that you know you have superhero fatigue. And I believe that's a, that's definitely a thing. That's a thing for some people. Um, but I will say overall, for me, I don't have superhero fatigue. And so overall, this movie for me, I I I enjoyed it. Mm, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was one of one of the best DC movies this year. This year that they have come out with one of the best DC superheroes movies. Should I say they have come out with? this year and i think it's a step in the right direction and i guess we're going to be seeing more blue beetle so mel what'd you think overall of blue beetle i love the movie love 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 at one point i did want to cry oh yeah the emotional death Mm -hmm. of this movie oh yeah Mm -hmm. the emotional impact of this movie was great as well i love they they send you through this journey emotionally Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah I, i ain't gonna lie i did I almost cried too. It was, it was emotional in some parts of this movie. I I wanted to cry and I felt angry at the same time. Yeah, you felt with the, the character villain. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. felt with the character story. That means they're doing a good job acting. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> but overall, would you recommend people going to see Blue Beetle? Hell yeah, because I will see it again too. Yeah, absolutely. I recommend you guys go see it as well. It is a good little movie, fun little movie. Um, go see it. Here is our ratings for Blue Beetle. Mary, let's get to some, um, Kiki Palmer news. <laughs> now, if you guys haven't watched, um, on my first episode, we did, I did talk about Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend's drama and how he basically called her out on social media saying that you're a mom, you can't wear that, blah, blah, blah. And I felt like, Mel, we didn't get your perspective on this, but I felt like that homeboy should have just waited till he got till she got home and confronted her that way. But Mel, what do you think? What do you think about that situation before we get into this? I felt like he should have waited till she got home and they could have like talked about it. They could have like talked about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Kiki was wrong in any way? Mm, somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. I mean, I get your, like, fangirling over Usher, but I feel like it was, like, a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, that's what I think. Okay. felt like it was a little bit too much. Okay. Okay. Some people would agree it's a little bit too much. I, I felt like she didn't do... She didn't do, like, she didn't go as crazy as she probably could have. But I do feel like that it wasn't too much. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then at the same breath, it wasn't too much. <laughs> but anyway, so um, after that, they basically, it's official now that Kiki and her boyfriend Darius has split and everything, if y'all didn't know. And, um... Recently, Kiki and Usher made a little music video, <laughs> and the track was titled Boyfriend. <laughs> and basically, I feel like it, this music video, this video is mocking Darius, and she's kind of clapping back at him. Um, if you guys haven't watched the video, um, I'm going to let you watch the video in its full entirety. Um, you can do that. Um, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, but at the end of this video, 
this musician taught a boyfriend. She um she's on the phone or whatever, and then she's like, she petty, <laughs> and she says, "I'm a mom," and then winks, and then winks to the camera. If y'all didn't see that part, I'm gonna play it. What time is it? Damn it, I missed the show. Shit, I'm so tired. I'm a mother, after all. So yeah, <laughs> you feel like that was petty, Mill. You feel like that was petty? I mean, it was petty, but she was doing what she got to do. I mean, he called her out, so why can't she do the same thing? He did call her out, but they they finally broken up. They broke up, though, so. So, it don't matter. They broke up. They they broke up, finally. He I mean, being petty. Now she can be petty as, too. Amen. Amen. They broke up. Did you, now, did you see that coming? Did you see them breaking up? I, I ain't going to lie. I saw them low breaking key, up. Yeah, I low-key saw it. Yeah, yeah. After that reaction, everybody, <laughs> everybody was coming after him. After he said all that on social media, after that reaction, I just knew it was the time was ticking on homeboy. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Now he's just a baby daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, let us know what you think of this situation. Do you think he was petty? Do you think Kiki was right? Do you think Darius was right? Let us know your thoughts in the comments. All right. So if you guys didn't know, there was a situation that happened with um, Tyrese and um, his two workers at Home Depot. Um, Mel, did you hear about this story? Mm, yeah, I was reading. I was reading an article at work when I saw it. When you saw it? Yeah. Okay. So. For you, those of you who haven't heard about the story, let me tell you what happened. So Tyrese was basically at Home Depot. Um, He had his two Hispanic workers with him. So when they got to the cash register, um, there was a white female cashier, and she didn't want to ring them up or ring their purchase up. But instead of arguing with the woman, Tyrese said he was going to wait in his car and told the cashier that he authorized the purchase, you know, and that, you know, his workers could buy it for him, blah, blah, blah. So he hands his worker his card, and she said, you know, everything's fine. So his friend, while Tyrese is waiting outside, his friend calls him and says she's giving them a hard time. So Tyrese, runs back and, Tyrese goes back into the store, asks for the manager, and at their back and forth with the cashier, he was able to complete his transaction. And meanwhile, all of this, he did not get to talk to the manager the manager refused to speak with him. So now, after all that, Tyrese is suing Home Depot. Now, Mel, do you feel like this is this is good? You think you think this is right? You feel like Tyrese has a point here of suing Home Depot? He does, because they were racial in profile. Racial profiling. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. They were racially profiling them. Not to mention this lady was, and then for the manager not to speak with him and actually the problem is you're a manager. You got to fix it. You're supposed to fix the problem with whenever a customer has a problem, but for the manager to refuse to talk to them, that says something about that, that home Depot, bad management right there, bad management, bad employee all the way around. Um, racially profile. And plus on top of that, Tyrese gave them authority to, you know, give him his card, give him authority to, you know, buy, make his purchase for him, and he's going to wait in the car. I guess to not 
cause a scene because yeah. he's Tyrese. He's a celebrity. So I guess so now everybody, you know, so he, everybody doesn't see him in the store. Um, but but for this cashier lady, this white female cashier to to hear that and know that and still give them a hard time is babbling to me, babbling. And like you said, she's definitely racially profiling Tyrese and his two Hispanic workers. Um, it sucks that this is what society still is, how we can still be and have racial racial problems and have racism still like this world is bigger than that it like we this needs to stop like what was the point what was the point in all that i don't know why does this white female cashier had a problem um with people of color or the minority but i would fire her i would fire her and if you don't, then something's wrong with that manager. And then the manager and the worker should be fired. Do you think they should be fired, Mel? Yeah, I think so. Like, I feel like if the manager has a problem with firing that, that um, the, um, the employee, then they both should be fired. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that cash should be fired. And if there's a problem with that from the manager, they both should be fired. That's what I think. That's how I feel. But Tyrese is totally, totally right to sue Home Depot. Heck, I would. <laughs> Look, don't treat me like that. Look, I'm just, I'm a person just like you, and I should be treated that way. But anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Do you think Tyrese has a point here? What would you do in this situation? Let me know down in the comments. That's our show, guys. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for clicking on this video. You guys can keep on supporting by hitting the like button and hitting the subscribe button for me and also telling mama sis your brother everybody you know and also there's some great videos on my channel about all different kind of topics if you're into anything i got it for you um but until next time melly peace out peace out y'all